ABC Radio Australia. You're listening to Sisters Let's Talk on ABC Radio Australia. When Monica Bowden Kirby was diagnosed with cervical cancer in Fiji, she experienced a roller coaster of emotions. First of all, I was in denial. I uh, was very scared and I've only heard about cancer. My mom died of cancer, but I wasn't so uh, well versed with what it is until I went through that journey. Monica went to the doctor when she suspected there was something wrong. I was actually diagnosed in uh, 2020. I had bleeding in between my menses. I thought that was normal. So I went to the doctors and they passed me back and forth. Some said I had fibrosis. I shouldn't worry about it. It'll go away. But it kept coming. I kept bleeding, which wasn't normal. I run a homestay here in Fiji. One of my guests was a doctor and, and she really insisted that I go to a professional And that's when they finally diagnosed me after biopsy. And Monica, you seem to have a really positive um, outlook on life. Uh, But what was it like when you were told you have a very short time to live with uh, cervical cancer? When I was in New Zealand, that's when they actually told me my uh, timeline. (laughs) They told me I had only six months to two years. My first reaction actually was I laughed. Even though a lot of people say it's a death sentence, I felt like that at first. I don't actually feel that way. You have to be a fighter. And that's what I have been all along. And it's kept me going. So you laughed because you didn't believe that that was possible. And um, you just wanted a positive, positive attitude? I actually refused. Firstly, yes, it was my positive attitude. And I actually refused to believe for a human being to tell me, you know, you have only six months to two years. I was like, no, God didn't tell me that. This journey, honestly, couldn't be possible uh, without prayers as well. I believe in that so much. Good on you. And that diagnosis would have been devastating, but not long after, you found out that you were pregnant as well. What went through your mind at that point? People who are doing scans would think it's impossible to be pregnant at that point but unfortunately I was. Um, I have an older son who's eight years old and when I found out that I was pregnant I was quite happy as well but the doctor said you know this is impossible you can't have baby if you want to live you have to terminate your pregnancy so I really had to think on that and talk with my family and see what I had at that point. When I was told I had a 15% chance to live, I thought, you know, just going to risk it. You know, I'm going to die anyway. I'll have this human being live. So luckily, I was referred to an oncologist in Lotoka who gave me the option of having chemotherapy uh, while I was pregnant. You know, I had to really think on my options, but she said it was safe to have chemo with baby. And then I, I just went on ahead and I, uh, they delivered me a cesarean section at 37 weeks. Wow. Why yeah. couldn't you complete your treatment in Fiji? I understand you went to New Zealand or overseas to get that help. I went overseas because radiation is not offered in Fiji. I was strongly advised that uh, I needed chemotherapy with radiation. As soon as I delivered, I was supposed to go straight away and then the coronavirus happened. So I had to wait another two months to get to New Zealand. I had to leave baby behind 
and that was the most painful to just deliver, leave baby and go on to New Zealand for treatment. I'm going through quarantine and then wait to get all these tests and scans again. So it took me weeks and weeks until I actually went to treatment. All these trips overseas to get that help, do you pay for it yourself? Actually, I'm very blessed to have my in-laws who have paid for everything. Is there a bit of stigma around this cervical cancer? To be very honest, during the journey, I found out even in hospitals and with the carriers and everyone around me, a lot of people are not very much aware of, of cervical cancer and with all the treatments and with the symptoms. A lot of people have come up to ask me about that. There is not much awareness. And Monica, it's very brave of you to share your story. What do you hope you can achieve from sharing your story with us? If this helps one person to avoid having to go through the journey that I went through, for me having kids, it was a bit of a like a torture. Like you wake up every morning thinking, who's going to look after my children and whatnot. So all this that's going on, you can easily avoid that by actually getting checked, you know, have pap smear. Even when you're diagnosed, don't think like for our culture, when you go through having diseases or uh, sicknesses such as cancer, usually they say you're such a bad person, you deserve that. You know, this is, it only happens to bad people. You shouldn't ever feel that way. Don't even think that. This is, to me, a blessing. Wow. Monica, what will be the next stage of your recovery and treatment? What will it, what will it involve? To be honest, when I came back from New Zealand, I was still very weak, but I had my baby to look forward to. I, you have to keep exercising, keep a positive attitude, eat the right foods, be around positive people, change your lifestyle and everything about you that you know is toxic and not good for you and not forget to pray and pray and pray. Good on you. And you mentioned your family was sort of a big support behind you and um, this journey. Oh my goodness, I can't say enough words. They were very supportive. My father-in-law was the number one supportive person. In 1974, he actually drew a drawing of a black bald woman uh, having a brown baby in her tummy, reaching her hands out to the sun. And when I was going through chemotherapy, I'd lost all my hair and he brought out this drawing. And he said, you know, this is destiny. No one said anything negative. My mother-in-law had my back from day one. She always says, we'll go, we'll go down swinging. <laughs> And my eight-year-old son, he always says, mama, there's always hope. You have to ho have hope. So that has kept me going. 